Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots to talk about here today on the show. It has been a week of injuries for WWE. We had the Dean Ambrose announcement. He'll be out for maybe as long as nine months with a torn triceps. Suffered several months ago the TLC pay-per-view. Now, last night, an injury to Paige. And we don't have a lot of details. She's going to be evaluated today. But this from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Soraya Jade Bevis has been pulled from at least the rest of the WWE Raw shows this week due to an injury suffered last night at the Nassau Coliseum. Paige was teaming with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Sasha Banks, Mickey James, and Bailey in Uniondale, New York. During the match, she took a hard kick to the back from Banks that it appeared she hadn't braced herself for. She was unable to continue. The match was immediately stopped. She was given medical attention. A stretcher was brought out. But she could walk under her own power, though she did need help getting to the back. After the show, she was able to go out, and the injury, at least at that point, wasn't thought to be serious. She was seen at the hotel and the bar afterwards. She will be getting an x-ray and evaluation today, but for precautionary measures, as of right now, WWE officials said she will not be working the shows the next few days. Did you happen to see a video of this? I just watched it before the show went on the air. I've had some people saying it didn't look like a stiff kick. Other people saying that it did. In my opinion, it's kind of a kind of a mix of both opinions. I mean, it wasn't that hard that she got kicked in the back. Basically, she turned around and Sasha had her armpits on the top rope and lifted her legs up and kicked her in the back. She does it all the time. But Paige wasn't... She knew it was coming, but she couldn't see it coming. And so her neck did snap back. It was seemed to be pretty serious whiplash and she has had neck surgery she's had neck problems before so what are your thoughts 844-411-5411 text messages 425-780-7566 back in a moment with more wrestling observer live Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. 
If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, they There's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi should be here at some point here today. Where he is at the moment. But right we... here. Oh, there you are. What are you, what are you doing? Sorry, I was uh, actually telling my son's new Alexa dot. Alexa, play Sports Byline USA on TuneIn. And uh, there yeah. we appeared. Because your your kid's going to be listening to it? Actually, no, he already turned it off. I figured as much. I saw that, that yes, wrestling hear, stuff uh, that he I hear, got. I hear bass playing in the background. Yeah, it's it's uh, we're on a delay here. I saw that stuff that he got for Christmas. Why doesn't he listen to this show? Well, like, again, he's got there's bass playing now, so as soon as I walked away, he, he turned on something with heavy bass. He must have gotten that from his mother. But, hmm. uh, yeah, so... All right, we've got a lot of people on the line here The music here today. wins out, Brian. The, the child is 10 years old. All right. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Let's get the show on the road. Hey, Brian. Hi, what's up? Hey, Mike. A show of delay. Hey, uh, it's Paul from Winnipeg. Yes, Paul. How are you guys doing? Uh, best of the holidays to both of you. I know you're not celebrating for the weekend, Brian, but I hope uh, the holidays are good for you. Um, I wanted to call about uh, last night's NXT main event. Paul won't, Paul won't, Paul's, Paul's emailed me 15 times about this show already. I hear it was pretty good. Is I emailed that right? you once. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. All I got today was emails about this hey, NXT no. show. It was, I mean, it was the perfect uh, match that was like the perfect ending to the perfect storyline. And as I'm watching it, as you're watching it tonight, Brian, getting ready for the B&B show, just think about how this storyline would have gone on the main roster. You have the plucky I little can't. baby face. That, uh, you know, he would have been put in this tournament fighting for his life. He would have probably won the first match by count out. He would have got a fluke pin on the second one. And then in the finals, he would have won. Someone else interfered, and he just happened to be the lucky guy that got the pin. And then Vince would be like, well, gosh darn, how come this guy's not over? Not only that, he wouldn't have won. Well, that too. And then he'd be the geek of the week. Oh, I, I, no, he wouldn't be the Geek of the Week. It takes a lot to be Geek of the Week, Paul. Especially. But speaking of that, I've been listening to the Best of 2017. Any members, it's up on the board right now, and I think it's being posted to everyone's feed. And anyone that's not a member, sign up, because it's eight hours of the Best of 2017. All the shows, just awesome. Yeah, eight hours. Paul, I want to thank you very much for the call and all the hard work. I'm going to read your rating stuff here in a second. But, yes, first off, everybody, the Best of 2017. 17 has been put together and we're going to be slowly posting it there on the front page and as noted there's there's eight hours of this if you're a big fan so check that out that's number one number two speaking of the geek of the week if you go to my twitter right now at brian alvarez the poll is up for geek of the year if you listen to the filthy tom lawler show had a guy here on twitter I usually ignore these people, but this guy this guy's in the running for Geek of the Week right here. Where is he here? He's he's all upset. Why? Oh here we go. Calling Ziggler and Bailey geeks in a negative manner because WWE Creative absolutely screwed them up time after time. Sure. And he's got an emoji with rolled eyes. Well get out of here then, buddy. Go listen to another podcast. We're doing a deal right here. Who was portrayed like the biggest geek, or who was the biggest geek, of every week of the year? And there were a lot of geeks, 
Some of them due to their booking in WWE programming. Which, by the way, listen, it, it pains me. It pained me this year to give Bailey Geek of the Week three weeks in a row. You think I wanted to give Bailey Geek of the Week? No, it's not her fault. But that doesn't matter. She was the biggest geek three straight weeks in a row. That's number one. But it came down at the end of the day due to stats. Because we're all about stats here. We're all about facts. Came down to Bailey and Dolph Ziggler in the running for the Geek of the Week. And so the poll is up right now. I'm sure I'm sure Kieran did not vote because he was so appalled by this, but right now 3,346 people have voted with more to come in the next six days. That's less than 12 hours since we did the show, or 24, I don't know. But anyway, right now Bailey's in the lead, 55% to Dolph Ziggler's 45%. What's your thoughts, Mike? Who's Who's the geek of the year of those two? My, my thoughts are you're in a bad mood. I'm in a great right, mood. Right from Jump Street, you're in a bad mood. And I don't know why, because your child is on the mend. But Geek of the Year, I don't know. I, to me, it's in a way, I would go with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, as bad as Bailey has been, I, I think in some ways Dolph has been worse. And the way the storyline has played out, even now to this moment, has been worse. At least when it comes to Bailey, like they haven't, like, done the old yeller thing and taken her out back of the barn and, and, and put her out of her misery. But she's not in a high profile of, of, of being embarrassing every week. I mean, Dolph's got the, the U.S. title or won the U.S. title and then, you know, geeked himself on the way out the door by laying it down and walking away. And odds are this storyline is going to continue, which means the pain is going to continue, which means the possibility of him being a geek is going to continue. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Dolph Ziggler. You know, here's here's an argument for for both of them, actually. The argument for Dolph Ziggler being the Geek of the Year is when we were listing the potential Geek of the Week for 52 weeks or so, maybe a slightly less, 50 weeks or whatever, Dolph's name came up in the discussion 26 times. Okay? Now, an argument for Bailey is that of the two... The fact that Ziggler just won the title and they're actually doing some storyline with him, I mean, that tells me they have not completely given up on Dolph Ziggler yet. But Bailey, they've totally given up on her. They geeked her into oblivion. So take your pick, everybody. The poll's up right now at Brian Alvarez, pinned right there at the top. What do you think? It's a sad day, but it's a day that had to come. To the phones, you're on the air. Hey, this is Christopher from Connecticut. Yes, Christopher. Uh, so first of all, uh, I was just going to let you know that I voted for Bailey as the Geek of the Year, uh, mainly just because she had they were doing something with her at the start of the year. They were trying to give her a push, and they just, like you said, they geeked her into oblivion, and now she will probably either never get a push again or any push she gets again will end very quickly. Hey, let me say um, something, too. As much as people think this Geek of the Week thing is just some goofy gimmick, let me tell you something. She won Geek of the Week on our show three straight weeks in a row, okay? And if you go back to that period where she won three straight weeks in a row, you tell me, the viewer, if she was ever over again after those three weeks. They killed her dead. This was accurate reporting by myself and Filthy Tom Lawler. That was the beginning of the end of her WWE run. Right there, those three weeks. Reporting? Reporting. You heard me. Well, it is wrestling journalism. Go ahead, caller. Um, and then also, speaking about the Filthy Tom show, I was wondering if, leading up to the Royal Rumble, if you guys were planning on either doubling up some of your Royal Rumble shows or maybe doing that uh, with Vinny for your Thursday night... Uh, Popery or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, uh, yes. And also, uh, Mike, please, I'm already listening to the show on my Alexa. You don't have to set it off again. Oh, everyone says that. You know how many, really? you know how many times people say, I want to thank you very much for the call. Oh, my God, every time you talk about Alexa Bliss, my, my Alexa gets all messed up. Well, maybe they should have chosen a far more random name for it than Alexa. Less sexy. No. Alexa, please get all sexy. Something like, I don't know, Bertilda. <laughs> that's not going to, that's rarely going to be set up. Bertilda, something that will rarely be set off. 
That's my opinion. And by the way, Tom wants to double up on Rumbles, but it's not looking like it's going to happen. There's just there's just no time. Do you think Tom could have a job one day as the Nissan Cup of Noodles? Did, did you see the Nissan Cup of Noodles of soup that that is always at the Ryzen press conferences and shows? I I have not. Yes, during the whole dust up yesterday with with McCall and the guy that oh, he's we'll fighting, get we'll get to that later. The cup of noodles stood strong. Man, yeah. All right, very quickly, you're on the line. What's up? Hey, how's it going? I just want to say I think Brent deserves an Oscar, or some type of award for his phone calls every year. And uh, do you think that uh, when Ronda Rousey debuts, that she'll have a mouthpiece uh, to talk for her? Like if she came out and she said that she was a Paul Heyman girl to fill up the time between uh, her on and off schedule. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. If it were me, Ronda Rousey would be managed by Paul Heyman. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she can do a good promo in pro wrestling. We don't know. There have been, there have been guys that have done both, and some are good promos in wrestling, but not MMA and vice versa. So we don't know until she tries. Back in a moment with Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Alive. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Joined by Dave Meltzer here. New issue of The Observer is up on the front page right now. 
And Dave, before we go into the Observer, let's talk about this disaster that is this Ryzen show coming up. What's going on? We've got well, people I mean, just, missing uh, weight, fights. What'd you say? We've got people missing weight. We got fights. What next? Well, there was a yeah. There's a little skirmish at the way in with Ian McCall and Manuel Cape. Um, but the, the the big thing, I guess, is Gabby Garcia missing weight. She was supposed to weigh in at 209. I think she came in at about 235 and a half. <laughs> uh, that's not really close. I don't know what Can- Shinobu Kandori weighed in at, but I think it was probably in the 160s. The whole, you know, Kandori's 53 years old. The fight was a disaster when it was first announced a year ago. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go into the history of this fight. So Gabby was supposed to weigh in at 209 and her yeah. opponent is expected to be about 160? Pride well, never died. They were trying to say her opponent was going to be like 190, but she's not that big. I mean, Kandori, when she competed in judo, competed in the 145-pound weight class. So, you know, it's like the idea, the whole fight, the idea of the fight's ludicrous. Now, it should be mentioned. Is it a 210-pound fight? What's going on? 209-pound weight class fight, yeah. That, that was <laughs> okay. the agreed upon. Which no one expected her to be anywhere near 209. That was Gabby Gar... That, the 209 was for Gabby Garcia. I mean, Candori was going to be much smaller than that. But Candori... Uh, Why even bother having weight limit then? What's the point? I guess so she wouldn't show up at 235. Well, she did. Um, so what's the point? She did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they can possibly go through with the match. But the... Um, I mean, Candori, when she was in, in MMA in the late 90s, she fought um, Svetlana Gundarenko, who weighed in at 327, and beat her. So it's not like... There is a historical precedent in Japan for this, but, you know, I think the idea is, is that, you know, then Kandori was still in her prime, and now she's not, and I think that the whole idea is, okay, you know, it's going to be a slaughter, but let's, like, make the weight difference, let's keep the weight difference as little as possible, not that that's 40 pounds as little, but... Um, well, it's better than 70 or 80. It's ridiculous. Um, I, I don't know how Garcia, when you're contracted to show up at 209, you you know, and you don't fight that often, that you can miss it by that much. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, because who cares? I mean, I, honestly, from her point of view, what is Takata, what is Shimada, anybody that's involved in this promotion, what are they going to really yell at her? I mean, I, I guess my if they don't have thing to fight, is, she loses her payday. I mean, but I mean, well, that's the but, question. But is the fight gonna, going on? But she's not going to lose her payday. I don't know if the fight's going on or not. I mean, it's. I haven't heard. I haven't heard Dave. confirmed either way. I would. I, I know I that just, they were very upset at her, but you know, again, does that mean they're calling off the fight? That I don't know. We're twenty years removed from like the, the you know the K ones and the prior the beginnings of this sort of stuff, and they have been lucky that nobody has been killed. I mean, for as much as we we look at the Takayama Fry fights and some other things that took place, some amazing things that did actually happen in that promotion. I mean. Some of the most, I mean, some people could have literally died, and I, I oh, just oh, why Gary Goodridge, and, Gary Goodridge and Yoshiaki Yatsu fight that was, yeah. that was really horrible. The way you know, and again, um, not, and not just that. I mean, think of Don Fry and um, James Thompson. I mean, there were some non stoppages. Sakuraba, but that Sakuraba's actually bad one was actually in K one, but still, you know, well, Sakuraba getting beaten to death by Vanderlei Silva to... in history. Yeah, I mean, but him getting beaten to, to, to almost to death by Bondarelli Silva in those last two fights, I mean, the first one should have been enough, but I just, how, I get it, I, it's different there, and I think for a lot of new fans, they, they don't understand exactly how different it is and what the roots of that of that country have been it, like it, with it, fighting, it, but it, I mean, why it, now, it, why are they the doing this? The behind the times, I mean, it's like, it, that. Is it ever going to catch up, or is it going to take somebody to die? I don't think it's going to catch up um, because I think the whole mentality there is that this is what MMA, that MMA, what they do in the United States in MMA is some regulated sport, and that's not what we do here. You know, what we do here is try to appeal to the masses with, with cartoon fights, and that, that stuff in the United States doesn't work here, and it doesn't. You know, I mean, that's the reality in Japan. It, you know, that doesn't work. So, um, it's yeah. crazy. Like Bobby Olegun used to fight. You know, I know he was highly skilled, but he—it's like that would be like having Joe Rogan step in on New Year's Eve and have like a a main fight. It just—it blows me away that they're still doing this and Worse. that they're still. Akibono would be like Akibono coming yeah. in would be like um, God only knows, like some NFL player, you know, and 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 you know, just walking into a fight against like real fighters. And we had that with Johnny Morton. We had that with Johnny Morton, Kaz Vegeta, and that because of pride. That was that was K one. That was K one. Oh, K one, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. That one shouldn't have been. That one shouldn't have been sanctioned either. But that's you know, 
And that was against Andy Olegon, right? With with um, Johnny Morton. So it was. Yeah, like, yeah, it was somebody, yeah, who had a high Andy level Andy of experience. His main claim to fame is that his brother was a famous comedian, although he, yeah. he did have some striking skill. And Johnny mm-hmm. Morton. You know, Johnny Morton had trained in martial arts and was a good football player, but that doesn't make you a fighter. And the funny thing is, is on that show, they wouldn't sanction Alberto Del Rio, who had many, many MMA fights, because they thought, because the commissioner thought that Alberto Del Rio's fight with Krokop was a work, which it wasn't. On the subject of, of wacky, wacky news notes in MMA here today, so Dana White was just on Undisputed yesterday. Today. This morning. Today. And this says Thursday. Oh, it is Thursday. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> he said he had a meeting with the Mayweather people today. What? He said he was meeting with them today, whatever what, that means. What's yeah. happening here? Like, is this is this real or not? I'm sure they're talking. I have no idea what about. I mean, they, they're probably, you know, you got to remember that, that Zufa is talking about going into boxing, too. You know, the Zufa Boxing Company. So they could be talking about a lot of different things. I mean, you know, they could be making him an offer and go, like, look, this is our offer to get Floyd to fight. Um you never say never, but I can't imagine Floyd fighting MMA. It just makes he doesn't need the money, and why would he ever do that? It would be stupid on his part, and um, you know. And if they offered him a billion dollars, that would be stupid on their part. The, the, the money doesn't make you know. It, it's like there there would be big there would be a big pay per view for the first Floyd MMA fight. There wouldn't be for the second. Well, Dave, how? intelligent of this is a move i mean it's a great move if this is about the boxing end and they are going to take premiere and that's a great deal for premiere because they've spent a lot of money and it's not really paid off for them at all but for the ufc is it a good decision to get into distribution of premiere events and and to have like deontay wilder and to have a couple of guys there of of value um you know they think that they um it's a big company it's really hard to say. I would say, um, you know, boxing is a much more difficult business to navigate than MMA. They're not the monopoly promoter, and they won't be. Um, it's going to really do a, a – it, it'll be, but worse, um, similar to what happened with WWE when they brought in the bodybuilders and gave them the big guaranteed contracts and the wrestlers were furious. Can you imagine these MMA guys? Because the cost of getting the top boxers is so much more than MMA fighters seeing themselves fighting for this amount of money and seeing boxers that don't draw as much fighting for umpteen times. It's a disaster for, it's, 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 that, that aspect of it is a, is a bad move um, for, for, uh, for them. And it's a risk. I mean, you, again, like, because you promote MMA that you're the dominant force in really, really well, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, fighting a whole bunch of other guys in boxing, which is a lot more difficult to turn a profit in on, on the top scale because the fighters are used to so much. You know, it's. Um, I wouldn't do it again. You're, you're, you're spreading yourself too thin, which is the same thing that I talked about with Vince in football. Um, you know, if Dana White starts spending fifty percent of his time on boxing, that means fifty percent less of his time is being spent on MMA, and and that's not a good thing. All right, very quickly here before we run out of time. New Observer has a look at the business of all of the major promotions in the world. Uh, very quickly, just give us a name of a major promotion and say up or down. Well, give me the promotions and I'll tell you. WWE. Uh, WWE is, uh, I mean, down. You know, yeah, they're down. They're down slightly. Um, I mean, up on up on down on attendance. Um, they're um, up on network subscriptions a little bit. TV ratings, um, you know, about the same. Maybe down slightly. The New Japan promotion. They're up. Seventeen percent overall, um, up almost in every category. Merchandise through the roof. Yeah, they're they're having a good year. The big winner, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, way you know, way up merchandise and uh, way up attendance. Yeah, yeah, they had they had a they had the greatest year in their history, but from a business standpoint, and not even close. TNA, well, impact barely exists. You know, that's what I can say. You know, ratings way down. Not uh, not a good year, and terrible year for TNA, honestly. CMLL, steady. Um, I don't think it was really up or down. They kind of just do their their business is kind of like a it's it's different from everybody else's. It's a steady it's a steady healthy business, but but not spectacular business by any means. AAA down. Um, they're they're you know they're definitely down. And I guess finally, just based on numbers for shows that you see, what about the indie scene in general? Um, I think it's up a little bit. Um, I don't, you know, the top, there, there are top indie acts because of the uh, social media that are 
kind of becoming more and more draws. So, so, and there have been some good high spots, but um, you know, there's a limit to it. And not everyone's not everyone's up. There's there's some shows that have traditionally done really well in the past that didn't do as well. So, um, I would say the indies are um, changing, but it's a mixed bag. All right, Dave, I want to thank you so much for doing the show today. The New Observer is up on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. And if you're a subscriber, Dave and I have got another show coming up sometime within the next 24 hours, talking to our special guest, Kenny Omega, which is going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, setting up the Tokyo Dome match with Chris Jericho, which is coming up here in about a week's time. So that's coming up later today. We'll be back in just a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to talk about here today. A couple of news notes, then we'll go to the phones and the text messages. 844-411-5411. Text messages 425-780-7566. Raw ratings, the show was down only 3% from last week, 2.69 million viewers. The first hour, 2.95 million. Second hour, big drop, 2.62. Third hour, 2.54. Really, the only fascinating thing to me 
is that the first hour wasn't better because there were no commercials. And several years ago, WWE did a commercial-free Raw, and the number was sky high because people weren't tuning out during the commercial breaks. But that didn't happen this year, 2.95 million, which tells me that you're down to a loyal audience that sits through the commercials now. That's what it sounds like to me. But anyway, SmackDown, 2.665 million viewers. Raw, of course, is noted 2.69 million. They almost tied, which basically means they almost beat Raw. So I thought it would happen by now, but, you know, football season and everything. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen this year. If it didn't happen then, I don't think it's going to happen. Unless it happens, uh, let's see, Raw. Next Raw, is it New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? It's New Year's Day. Ah, so they're that's fine. The thing. So, yeah, that, that's, Ain't yeah, happening. they're probably going to be fine. I think the worst that happens is people are asleep. You know, that third hour, you could have a big turnoff with people just burnt out and going back to work, especially if they took, like, that whole holiday week off and they're going back in. So that's a possibility. Kids going back into school. So we could see a drop-off during that second hour uh, come Monday night. All right, hey, let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Tim in Miami. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, well, real quick on the ratings that you were just talking about, uh, Monday Night Football is officially over. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how the, the ratings patterns change going forward. Uh, but real quick on um, on Geek of the Year, I think it's got to be Dolph Ziggler because at least Bailey did well with what she was given. You know, I feel like anybody who was born in the 80s should be able to absolutely crush a macho man and ultimate warrior entrance. And he couldn't even do that good. So to me, Dolph is runaway Geek of the Year. Well, he's not a runaway geek of the year, but he's he's a solid. I, I could not argue the choice. He's a solid favorite, Tim. Him and Bailey. All are right, runaways. and one more quick thing. Uh, you know, I was reading the Observer this morning. I called in a couple months ago and predicted they would do Undertaker Cena, and it seems like that's on the table. Um, my question to you is: If they do go through with it, doesn't Undertaker have to win? Do you really think they beat him two out of three and three out of the last five years? All right, here's my here's my thoughts on this. Okay. So I think what happens is that in the 25th anniversary Raw show, The Undertaker comes out and he begins to announce that he is retired. John Cena's music hits. He says, you can't retire without giving these people the one match we've been wanting to see for two decades. Undertaker and John Cena at WrestleMania. You put that match together, and then yes, I think because it's the guy's retirement match, and John Cena's already 40 years old, and he's basically a part-timer, and his job here is to put guys over. I mean, it's not like it's not like he needs a win over The Undertaker because like he's going to continue on in Undertaker's retirement. It doesn't matter at all. You give the people their happy ending in The Undertaker's retirement match, and that's it. I think it's easy. Of course, I thought the Ronda Rousey Royal Rumble Oscar storyline was easy, and they've already messed that up, so who, who knows? I don't like that anyway. Brian? Brian, I oh. love the Christmas show. Don't listen to the negativity and the noise. It was tremendous. Thank you, Tim. Keep up the good work. I'm calling you rem- next year. He doesn't remember the negativity and the noise of drunk. Anyway, I still like Ronda Rousey and Charlotte, and I get it with Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey and Asuka, but I still like the the direction going to, to her and Charlotte far more than I like it with Asuka. Why? I really do. Charlotte? I just do. Why? Because I think the promos would be better. I think everything involved. Because I, I think Paul Heyman will be involved with Ronda Rousey, and I think that's the easiest way to fill her time when she's not there. The same sort of Lesnar type of schedule and the same sort of, of deal with Paul Heyman. I think that's great. And I think leading into a match where you have, you know, quote-unquote, the the biggest, you know, women's MMA sl- I don't know how they're going to play this up with Ronda Rousey being the biggest star, you know, coming in for, for this year. And then the, you know... The, the queen, the, the face of the women's division, the second generation superstar where you could have you could have Flair, you know, Ric Flair's involvement in there or, or have him around. I just think that whole package works great. And not that I'm against Rousey and Asuka, not that I wouldn't do it, but I think for WrestleMania, I just, with the publicity and all that sort of stuff that surrounds that, I really, I do like the concept of that. And I, I what, what do you do now with Charlotte for WrestleMania? Is it just a, is it a match with Alexa? You know, what, what do you do with her? I don't know. Multi-person match like they always do. Okay. I just, again, I just think you get, I would probably, I just can see getting more out of Charlotte and Rousey, but again, I'm not going to complain about Rousey and Asuka. All right, hey, let's go through some of these text messages here. If you want to comment on that, by the way, Charlotte 
or Oscar for Ronda Rousey at Mania. 844-411-5411. Text messages 425-780-7566. This person here says, I, I turned raw on during Christmas dinner. My lady and some other guests came in and watched for a while. They all loved Enzo. Hey, listen, Enzo was awesome on that show. Enzo and Nia Jax and the Mistletoe, that was a great segment. So, I mean, they didn't have to watch him wrestle. I mean, he's, he's usually great when he's not wrestling. This person here says, I just want to record, I want to remind you that next week's Retro Raw features a pop that could have registered on a seismograph. Oh, man, I can't wait. That July, that January 4th, Atlanta, GA, Nitro, mm. where it really goes off the rails. Mm. Although it really went off the rails at Starcade. Although there was oh, a great main event the night afterwards. Long before that, though. <laughs> that, uh, oh, that was so bad. And uh, Jamal Anderson, I just remember the Atlanta Falcons there, too. It's like not like they even ended the show. I mean, Goldberg coming out there, it just, oh, God, everything sucked about that show. This person here says, at my first WWE house show in 2002, I saw Brian Kendrick as Spanky get a clean win over John Cena. This was before his official TV debut. Was this you? In fact, it was. And not only that, I have a win uh, over Lance Storm, what? who has a win over Brock Lesnar. What? So I have beaten Brock Lesnar via MMA math. Did you know that, everybody? That's uh, a fact. You got a problem I, over there? What's going on, Mike? Can we get Mookie to check into these numbers? It's please? all a fact. These are facts. We don't need Mookie. We don't need anybody. These are these are actual factual statements that can be confirmed. I I I seem to remember Spanky differently. I know the road has owned me, but I just I I just there seems to be something that's amiss there. This person here says I would prefer Charlotte versus Ronda. As having Asuka lose her undefeated streak to Ronda, a celebrity, would be a massive waste where an upcoming talent could utilize it better than, again, its WWE booking. Well, listen, you're, you're sitting here assuming that Ronda Rousey is going to beat Asuka. We don't know what Ronda's agreed to. We don't know how many dates she's agreed to. If she's a one-and-done, then she should lose to Asuka. So there's no guarantee that the, that the win streak ends at WrestleMania. The idea could be... We're going to make Asuka an even bigger star by having her beat Ronda Rousey. She'll be the biggest women's star of the generation. That'd that be could nice. be their idea. Do you think that WWE will make a new theme for Ronda or use a bad reputation? Well, if it's a one and done, they could use pretty much any song they want to. I would definitely use bad reputation in that case. I'd bring Joan Jett out to do it, too. This person says, Mike is completely wrong. Ronda needs somebody who can carry her to a good match, and Asuka is a thousand times the worker that Charlotte is. Well, it's the same argument that I made. If things go wrong in the match, Asuka (laughs) and Ronda Rousey can grapple. As if Charlotte can't do bells and whistles with with Ronda Rousey. I, I just, again, I think you're underestimating WWE at WrestleMania when it comes to that stuff. Although I do understand what you're saying, though, as far as absolutely. Is Asuka the pro? You bet. Not only that, but like... Have you ever seen Asuka in a bad match, a match that fell apart? I haven't. But I have seen Charlotte in some bad matches. Well, Usually with people who are green. Yeah, but a lot of that's That's due to structure. A lot of that's due to structure, and then you see how they structure WrestleMania, and there's very rarely do you have big slip-ups. Look at Mayweather and Big Show. Oh, dude, you need to watch that match again. Well, I know, but I mean, again, for that night, the magic worked. This person here says... MMA math, MMA math does not add up. McDonald beat Woodley. McDonald lost to Lawler. Lawler lost to Woodley. Well, yeah, sometimes that happens. But in general, it always works. This person says Natty would be best for Rousey if it fell apart. I don't think so. I think Asuka's the best if it falls apart. Because they both can work some grappling. Yeah, and I think Asuka, for what, I don't know, I think she's a far more, I want to say, updated version of Natty. I mean, because I, I get the the thoughts behind Natty, but I think Asuka can do everything Natty can, plus more, and pl- I just think that would work out better. This person says, the geek of the year, the club, have not been on Raw in months besides selling or advertising t-shirts and toys. Well, listen, we went through, we went through every week, and they are not the geeks of the year. They're just not. Do you know why, though, too? When you're not on TV, you can't be a geek. I mean, again, look how many times somebody went away due to an injury and came back with something because they haven't been there to get ruined week after week. 
I thought we had a caller there, but they, they chickened out. Was This person says, do Charlotte versus Ronda this year, build Asuka versus Rousey for next year? Well, again, it depends on how long they've got. What is Ronda confirmed for? What has she agreed to? Yeah. Is she going to make it another year and a half? There are a is lot she going to go back to that, fighting? Who knows? Well, there's a lot of people that really assume it's like, well, Ronda's going to be there full bore, and she really likes this stuff. It's like, it's a lot different when it's your job, number one. And number two, it's like, again, who knows? I mean, 10 days is a lot different than, you know, one, or let alone working 50. This person here says, did you ever pin Moondog Moretti? Oh, man. Did you? Let me think about this. I remember him pinning me with... Fistful of trunks. <laughs> I almost swore, because it's so preposterous. An Oklahoma roll. <laughs> Just to mess with you, or what? No, that was like our finish. Was it really? Yeah, and he, he outweighed Moretti. me by like at least double. Yeah, but the idea was I'm going to do an Oklahoma. I'm going to dive over you, cradle you, and roll through and pin you. Well, I feel like I had to have beaten him. <laughs> I have to go back. Somebody, some historian, check it out. What do you consider your biggest Northwest victory? Lance. Okay. This person says, and Lance, of course, will deny this and say that it, he was mm-hmm. the ideal Canadian. But I mean, <laughs> listen, let me tell you something, everybody. If Lance denies he's the ideal Canadian then he's denying that he is the ideal Canadian. We all know Lance Storm is the ideal Canadian. So obviously the ideal Canadian was Lance. Exactly. Plus this guy was such a great worker. Lance wants to claim that somebody else was a better worker than him. The ideal Canadian's a better worker than Lance Storm. It was Vinny under the mask. It was either Vinny or it was Lance. I'll let Lance take his pick. Apparently, it's the most humble Canadian and the nicest Canadian that you wrestled to put you over. I mean, if he if he beat me, he'd he'd admit it was him. And listen, if it makes Lance feel any better, like a couple of years later, we went up, I went up to Calgary and we worked out in his ring, and he beat me. So it wasn't on tape. Yeah, but you not did official, say, but it did happen. I'll admit yeah, but it. You, you did say after that you guys were grappling and you choked him out and left him laying. Never. So you did. You did say that. I did him applaud him half to death, but that wasn't well, fair. He'd have beaten me in basketball. All right. They won't do Charlotte versus Rousey because that would have to be a SmackDown feud, and they are going to want Ronda Rousey on Raw. Well, that's probably true. That's probably true. But maybe she'll be like John Cena. She'll be a free agent. This person says, I would rather have Ronda wrestle Charlotte. I don't like the idea of Ronda ending the streak of Asuka. It's like I say things and nobody listens, but they still email. All right, back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live. To the people who thought I was gon' flop Y'all are part of the reason I ain't gon' stop Against the eyes I went hard until I pop Came from the bottom and now I'm standing on top I had dreams and now they all coming true Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 
$1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yo, everybody. Back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez right now, vote per numerical stats. Listed yesterday in the Filthy Tom Waller Show, the illustrious geek of the years come down to the final two contestants. The, the voting is now in your hands. Right now, Bailey's at 55%. Dolph Ziggler at 45%. 3,413 votes so far. Six days left. Do not miss out. And directly below that, for those who have been following the Whale Scout fundraiser, we are within $80 now. It was $105 from the goal, but I tweeted it out, and now it's 80 I believe. So if you want to help us, the last $80, you can be the one to make a difference. The Whale Scout fundraiser. So check it out. Help Whale Scout build Podmatch. Click the link. Grab an awesome perk. It's tax deductible. There's some great stuff still up there. Watch Whitney's video. And thank you so much in advance. As noted as a, hey, as a special thank you, Dave and I will be interviewing Kenny Omega later on today. And we're going to talk about the New Japan at Tokyo Dome show, his match with Chris Jericho, how he's feeling after quite the amazing year and quite the physical year, and so much more that's up for subscribers later on today or tomorrow at WrestlingObserver.com. The new Observer's Kenny, up right now. Tell Kenny we're all pulling for him. Oh, is that how it's going to be, Mike? Yes, it is. I yes, see. Is. Uh, he's, got, he, he's got all of North America and my thoughts on his back. I'll, I'll let him know that. Coming up later on today, we are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Sports Byline USA website has more. Check it out. Thanks, Mike, as always. The callers and listeners, everybody at the studio, we'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.